Welcome back to the show. My guest is Nathan Whedon. He's the marketing director at Orange County Transportation Authority, also known as OCTA, which I will do to save everybody lots of time. Nathan completed his BA in communications at Cal State Fullerton, where he contributed columns to the Daily Titan and the Tusk Magazine. He was general manager for Bike and Roll and had a stint at the Costa Mesa Conference and Visitors Bureau. He joined OCTA just over a year ago and gets paid to pump bikes, so to speak. Good for you, Nathan. You get paid to do that. And welcome to Ask a Leader. Thank you for having me, Claudia. I appreciate it. Well, uh, speaking of planning, my last guest, my tribute with Heather McCoy, who's getting her urban planning degree up there at Cal Poly Obispo, the idea of planning for bicycles for me goes way back to my graduate courses in planning theory. Everyone was very straight-faced about how exhaustive the rational planning approach was, but I noticed personally the scope of transportation modes did not include the bicycle, and that used to vex the heck out of me. The bike had been around for well over a century, and so now it's cities, counties, regional authorities are getting that this mode of transportation has to be a larger share of the choices we make. So I'm so glad we have you on today. Well, when I, uh, in every time I interview someone about transit on the show, I always ask them, how they got to work today. How about you, Nathan? Today, unfortunately, I drove my car in solo driver, which I hate doing because I try to commute by bicycle as much as I can. Okay. Actually, I, I noticed there's a pattern. Every time they I say I hate, and I know they're going to say car versus they did the bike. <laughs> so that's, that is a, that's understood. Well, so let's, let's start with the safety as bicycling is concerned around, this is a large part of what you're planning now. So with Orange County now, it ranks nine out of the 58 counties in reported bike injuries and fatalities relative to daily vehicle miles traveled. What might you be attributing that to? You know, it's really tough because, as you know, we have a lot of people who live in Orange County and it's really grown exponentially over the years. Uh, So it's hard to say pick out one reason why people may be getting injured or even worse while while bicycling. Um, you know, a lot of it is that the education just hasn't been there. There's some great groups locally. The uh, Orange County Wheelmen are a bicycling club that teaches yes. people the right ways to ride. We have the Orange County Bicycle Coalition as well, who are also, I mean, they just have some really knowledgeable people there who are trying to teach as many different people as they can just the right ways to ride your bicycle on the road. So it's, it's really been a challenge for us to attribute specific specific reasons why people may be getting injured in Orange County. I was going to save my pee for a, um, a sort of a later if we ran out of time thing, but maybe I'm just wondering if it's more stylish in Orange County to wear your earbuds and not wear a helmet, and that is that a factor? When, you, when the fatality or a severe injury is reported, are, are, does the police report include what kind of accoutrements were nearby the cyclist? No, it, I, you know, I haven't seen it get into too much detail like that. I know that OCTA and me personally, we always tell people to never wear earbuds when you're riding. You don't want to take away a sense. It just becomes much more dangerous. You need to be able to hear. You need to be able to hear if someone's approaching from behind or in front or from the side. So we always tell people to just never wear earphones when you're riding. Well, I noticed that part of the ensemble is no with earbuds in and helmet off. It's just uncanny. In fact, I noticed on my short commute on my bike today to the station two uh, incidences of that. So 
I, I, so I, I'm just wondering if some, we can attribute that to. So let's break down. Uh, partly, part of the safety aspect is the types of bikeways. There's. Tell us about the classes one, two, and three. Which is the most used? What are you uh, at trying? What's your goal to add to the the transit plan? So currently in Orange County, there's 241 miles of existing Class 1 bikeway. A Class 1 bikeway is an off-street paved path that is completely free of automobile traffic. So those are always the most preferred. Uh, we like to use the, the term stress-free. It provides a stress-free environment. And those are built to accommodate any user from 8 to 80. And that's kind of a popular phrase you're going to hear when you talk about people in, in kind of the bicycling community, 8 to 80. It's a model that just really wants to be able to provide infrastructure to support all ages and skill levels. So there's another 192 proposed Class 1 bikeways that we're hoping will be built in the near future. Class 2 is an on-street striped. I'm sure you've seen these uh, in cities all over Orange County, Irvine in particular right. has many miles of, of uh, Class 1s and Class 2s. There is 738 existing miles of Class 2 bikeways in Orange County with an additional 377 proposed. So Class 3 is just a, a, a preferred route. You might see the sign on the side of the road that says bike route. It's typically a green sign. Currently, there's 100 miles of the existing Class 3 in Orange County and a proposed 98. So with our bikeways planning, we, we really try to combine Class 1s and 2s. Of course, we would prefer to build Class 1s. So, and where are the funds coming from? Who do you get to send the thank you note to as far as Measure M, uh, municipal uh, funds? What, what, where, where is this getting unwritten? Federal funds? So what OCTA does is we'll host workshops throughout the year, and we have a few dedicated staff in our planning department who host these workshops to help cities acquire funding from the California Transportation Commission and from the California Department of Transportation, Caltrans. So these aren't coming from Measure M. These are, these are coming from other sources. Okay. All right. For those of you who've just joined us, my guest in this portion of the show is Nathan Whedon. He's marketing director of OCTA, OCTA on Ask a Leader on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, streaming on the web, uh, uh, not on the lanes because we're not listening to radio folks on <laughs> on the street, <laughs> on, on the web at KUCI.org. So uh, we're talking about what you're doing, what you're planning on. And, and folks, if we do our job right today, we are creating more incentives for people to we're we're gonna it's gonna show up in more bike sales and less car driving and that kind of a th if real estate's axiom is or truism is location 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 so it's locomotion 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 we're gonna keep working that and give everybody every incentive to take up this uh, delightful way to get around so uh, let's. So uh, you've got it broken down on this incredible website, I must say, the orangecounty.net, and you t open up, folks, the share the ride and bike section. It's just loaded with goodies, and there's the planning effort. So um, it, I'd like for you to talk about the focus. You've broken it down in Districts 1 and 2 and District 4 and a little bit about 5. And so is District 3 not an area of concern, or it's, uh, what's, what's, where are the priorities here? Well, this the whole collaborative started back in 2011, and the county, as, as you just mentioned, was divided into four segments based on supervisorial districts. Right. So there's north, west, central, and south. So we're currently in District 3, which we're calling the OC Foothills area. Uh, it's not so much a matter of 
prioritization based on which came first or which came second. Uh, and we just tried to make sure that we got every single section of the county uh, because there's 34 cities in Orange County, so that was that'd be a pretty massive scope of work to try to undertake that all at the same time. Of course. So that's why we have kind of moved from from section to section. So, so what we do is it's it's a the planning process is really two phased. The first phase is OCTA works really closely with local stakeholders to develop a bikeway strategy which we're able to identify and rank a set of regional bikeway corridors. And then the second phase is those top drink corridors are, are further defined through a, a little bit more detailed feasibility study. Okay. I mean, if folks, if you just pull up a map, you see all this good work that those corridors, those sort of bicycle arterials, and there's the t soon to, well, I'm not, when is the deadline for the 66-mile loop here of riverine coastal bike trails? So right now, currently, the, the OC loop, which connects through coastal Orange County, central Orange County, northern Orange County, it's, once it's completed, it's going to be 66 miles. Right now, it's about 70% of the way complete. So our team is actually working on uh, a plan that will help complete the loop. And once that's completed, it will connect through 17 different cities, and it will go through, through many different areas with, with schools and parks and places that people want to go. So it just incentivizes them to be able to get to the places that they would maybe be driving, go by bike. And that's really what that project is trying to accomplish. So I am so impressed with the Association of Pedestrian and Bike Professionals webinars that you are posting on the, the OCA, OCTA net uh, website. Let's start. We've all missed the, uh, the shared street slow starts that San Clemente works. Oh, no, that's coming up. That one's coming up on 916. So people can sign up through. Uh, they can get a hold of you or they can they can see that on the website or they can they can call you or email you to reserve their spot and these are all noon at various locations around the county yeah so this is this is something that we've all been really enjoying doing over the past year so what we do is we purchase these webinars and then we go from different cities or, or different different groups that we've worked with in the past or partnerships that we've formed and we host these webinars for free and they're at noon, so we just ask people, hey, why don't you come down, bring your lunch, we'll watch the webinar, we'll listen in to some professionals who are just extremely knowledgeable about the topic. And then afterwards, we'll just kind of open it up to discussion. So you have a chance to speak with myself, a few of my other colleagues at OCTA, and people who work for the cities or work for these other local jurisdictions or just interested citizens who want to come out and, and just talk about bicycling. So the one I was trying to mention that we just missed was last week in Mission Viejo, Streetscape Design to Improve Walking and Bicycling. So tell us how that went. What was uh, some really vital takeaway from that one? Well, this was a really interesting yes. webinar. They're all interesting. but You can distill it for those of us, who all of us who missed that. Uh, it, it, w it was great because it, it just shows you all of these different ways that you can improve safety for people who are walking, people who are bicycling. Really what I was trying to do is just to encourage people to think differently about their communities, think differently about their cities. A lot of times we, we, we get so concerned that areas are just built to suit the needs of, of automobiles. And so when you see the webinars and you see some of these designs that are, that are getting implemented in other places and other countries that make it more bicycle and pedestrian friendly, it really gets you excited and it really encourages people to come out to, see, to some of these other meetings that we have to, so that we can try to do that locally. What were some of the simple things? Because we're not comparable to the settlement patterns of, I'm thinking, many of the European communities, but what were some comparable 
easier fixes that you thought, wow, we can get started right away with that? So there's one simple one that I always just think it's such a great idea, and it's so simple. And a lot of times the most the, the best ideas are the most simple. Yes. And they have these little what they call bulb outs, and it just makes the distance in which you have to cross the street uh, decreased. So it, it just gets people across the street faster. Um, you, they don't have to cross as far, and it blocks off a lot of the other travel distance. So then you have room, you have some room for parking. It's a little bit more uh, manageable for people who just want to walk. Now, I know from a pedestrian standpoint that parked cars on a, a, along a street, will that always increases pedestrian use. So what do the parked cars do for bicyclists on the other side of the car parked? Well, that's interesting. Um, you know, I, we, we, another thing that we, that we tell people is to ride out of the door zone. Right, so yep. It, you know, the, the, the parking situation is little bit uh, we, we don't really talk too much about it because we're not really building parking spaces we just try to encourage people to be aware of the door zone when they're riding so if there's right. parallel parking on the street just make sure you're a little bit out of the door zone so that if someone doesn't see you and they open your door you don't get hurt right right so then the, as I was saying the San Clemente webinars the shared streets slow streets that's on the 16th and you'll see on the website it's at the San Clemente Public Works uh, Community Development Conference Room. And then I really, here's the drum roll, the one I want to make sure I go to. <laughs> I'm not sure I can get there. I knew, though. Um, it doesn't say where, but it'll be, it's on October 21st, Tactical Urbanism. What the heck does that mean? So it sounds kind of daunting, but it really isn't. And oh, we, don't have to, we, don't <laughs> we don't have the location yet, but we'll get that up. And as soon as we do, we, we, we notify people through email. And you can also just check back on the site and see where it's going to be. Or you can give me a call. I'm happy to, happy to talk to anyone who wants to talk about it. So what tactical urbanism yes. does gives people an example, a temporary example of what potential infrastructure could feel like. Oh. So you can do it on, let's say you have a four-lane arterial road. You can take one travel lane from each side of the road down, and you can block it off with something like planters or just tape, something really simple, and just invite people to come out, and, and that way they can do an A-B comparison about what it's like with a protected bikeway and what it's like without. So it's simple. You can do it very fast, and it's, it's a great type of event. And then the, the year fills out with the bike boxes in November, the best guides and manual you've never heard of in, in December, and those are to-be-announced locations. So, folks, I think you're getting the drift of what a terrific array of things there are. So you also have, though, coming up, and that's one reason why this is meant to be such a topical appointment with you, Nathan, is the upcoming Bikeways Collaborative event. It's a, an Orange County Foothills roundtable discussion that's September 10th from 5.30 to 7.30 at the Orchard Hills School Multi-Purpose Room. That's uh, right there in Culver Drive. Uh, so tell us what you want to get done there, Nathan Whedon. Sure. Well, what we do at this event is we, we invite people who live in these communities to come out and give us their opinions on the corridors that we've established. So we had the initial meeting in June where we just we did a lot of little breakouts. We did a presentation of the overall plan, and then we asked people to sit at different tables based on where they lived or worked or where they travel most because they're, they're most familiar with that area. So with all of that information, we were able to establish the, the corridors 
at this roundtable discussion number two, that's where the corridors will be unveiled, and then people can provide their, their feedback at that time as well. All right. So it's a great it's a great event because we you know we really get this robust discussion. We have a good combination of planning people, marketing people, people who are just interested and, and want to improve bicycling in their community. So it's it's fantastic. Okay. While we're talking about speaking of commuting and all that, so as safety's concerned, what type of biker, if you can break it down, is more prone to injury? Is it the commuter, the recreationalist, the athlete, the training? What uh, what would you um, do? You have any handle on what's happening that way? You know, I haven't seen very hard data on the type of bicyclist that that is involved in a collision or a reported collision. Uh, we have really st- strong data based on on date, location, time, a lot of these other factors, but not so much what type of bicyclist the person was who was involved in a in a collision. Because uh, anecdotally, I can think of, of all kinds that are, uh, you know, that are. Have been involved in the fatalities. In fact, and there are seasoned riders. It's that's what's so appalling is people know what they're doing on the road, and they succumb to just getting pulled into some kind of a, a hub from a truck passing them. And right, I mean, right on Culver about mm-hmm. I don't know about eight or nine years ago. But and and those those athletes on up and down the Pelican uh, Hill. There have been fatalities there nearby on Pacific Coast Highway. For those of you who just joined us, my guest is Nathan Whedon. He's the Marketing Director of OCTA, Orange County Transportation Authority, and we were on Ask a Leader at KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, streaming on around the world on the web at KUCI.org. I don't know, Sania, if you have any, I have an intern with me who's training. I don't know, Did you? Uh, how did you get to the station today? I am such a walker. I walk everywhere. So I don't own a car. I don't know what it is about walking that I just feel a sense of like relief, relaxation. But I typically like to walk. Okay. And well, Ra- you're interested too, aren't you, Nathan? You want to know about who's walking out there. I mean, there's there's a companionship because the bikes they're they're parking their bikes and then they become pedestrians. Yeah, and you know, w- one thing that we've really tried to do over the course of the last year is instead of instead of saying bicyclist or or pedestrian, we like to use terms like a person who's riding a bike, a person who's bicycling, a person who's walking. And so we've kind of lumped those two groups together as active transportation. So that's another key word that you're going to be hearing more and more, I hope, is active transportation. And what that means is just people who are using other methods than their own personal motor vehicle. Amen for all of that. Well, I, actually, one of the first things I did when I relocated to Orange County was we worked on the, we inventoried the all the abandoned railway corridors, and I don't think we've given that uh, lip service, but we did that for the Rails to Trails Conservancy. Is uh, that's part of your plan here? Those are the, those are one of the Class One bike paths. So uh, those are the best for everybody's use because they are. Abandoned railway corridors are of a, a grade that's navigable for the fixed rail traffic, so it makes for bicycling uh, super, super easy and all that. So I, I imagine you've benefited, you've used a little bit of that that we did in 92 for, for your your part of your inventory now for, for bikeways, no? Yeah, and uh, in in past studies, I believe it was in the supervisorial district one and two. There's a there's a section of of one of the corridors that utilizes that, and I know there's still some ongoing 
um, discussion between OCTA and some other groups to, to hopefully acquire more or help cities acquire more of those right-of-ways. Okay. Well, we have, we've talked about some forums coming up, and there's the Bike Month promotion. Bike, National Bike Month is in May, so we don't get to promote that right now, but you'll invariably have many things planned. I don't know if the Ciclovia idea has percolated a little bit about how, to, how it might happen in Orange County, maybe something out of the Platinum Triangle and into something there to sort of establish, stake out, create facts on the trail, kind of facts on the street? Yeah, there was two events last year that, that emulated the Ciclovia. There was one in Santa Ana called Somos, and it was a great event. They shut down a couple miles of street where people were just out there on their bikes and walking and rollerblading and just really enjoying the street. And also there was another event. Uh, it was also last October, and it was in Garden Grove, and it was called the Reimagined Garden Grove, where they did something very similar, where they just closed off the street to car traffic, and they let everyone just ride and walk and, and enjoy themselves in a stress-free environment. Do these become annual events? There's going to be another event in both cities, actually, this year. Okay, so there's let's going promote to be the those. Re, the Reimagine Garden Grove and the Somos in Santa Ana. Okay, when uh, are those planned? I believe they're going to be October. Both in October. So when everybody's back in the saddle and their school and their work. and mm -hmm. I mean, not many of us have left our... Some of us have never left the saddle. But uh, So there'll be this, a similar route or a different uh, pattern. Uh, I'm not sure at this point. I think they're both fairly early in the planning stages, but I would imagine just because th there was such great public feedback last year and everyone seemed to really enjoy themselves, I, I would guess that it's going to be a similar setup. Okay. So uh, I want to just keep directing people to the octa.net, um, the the website here. Um, I, I One other uh, concern I have is about who's in charge of requiring some kind of bicycle locking mechanism facility around businesses and uh, public institutions. What's, what is the uh, mandate there, the official mandate? You know, that's something that's kind of a, a gray area for me, too. Um, I'm not sure who regulates uh, bicycle parking facilities. Um, I would imagine it's the city in which the, the facility is located. Okay. Well, folks, if you're not finding enough, then I, I tend to be somewhat militant sometimes, and I bring my bike inside because I think, uh, so it's not, it's the city mandating all sectors, public and private, to put uh, those parking facilities out there for bikes. So it's not, it's not the, the private uh, owner's decision uh, just to be nice. I believe so, because I've seen in some of, actually in some of the, the webinars that I've attended where the city puts them in, and others, if the, if the business wants to be known as a bicycle-friendly business, right. and sometimes they'll take the initiative and, and they'll put a rack out or something, some sort of mechanism that allows people to park their bikes securely. Well, let's do this. With, uh, with, does OCTA take uh, opportunities with lauding some exemplary municipal uh, corporate kinds of models? We do in certain circumstances, but I don't okay. know if this would be something that would that would that would that we would do that for. Oh no, okay, but I mean generally, let's let's open it up not for parking spaces, uh, parking uh, structures, facilities for bikes. But uh, what are some of the models that you want? Um, we talked a little bit in preparation for the show that the Irvine company laid out this lovely Jeffrey Trail. Uh, so I mean that 
we'll let that speak for itself, but what are some other OCTA lauded kinds of uh, models, templates out there around Orange County? Well, pretty much what we have is our the comprehensive regional bikeways collaborative. And so if you go onto our website, you can see the past studies that have been completed, and that is the OCTA model. Okay. I'm just wondering if there's partners around that uh, that have that have really been really, really good neighbors and that you wanted to give them their due? I think pretty much every city in Orange County has been great. They've all, at this point in time, they've all taken part in the Bikeways Collaborative, and they're all doing their part to make Orange County a more bicycle-friendly place. And in fact, Orange County is rated as a bicycle-friendly community by the League of American Bicyclists. Okay. Some cities have individual ratings, as Irvine and Huntington Beach do, uh, UCI does as well, but the county as a whole is known as a bicycle-friendly community. All right, let's let's give you uh, all the resources in the world and all the political clout. What, Nathan Whedon, would you love to get institutionalized for as incentives go as a, a biker friendly community goes you have at it what what would you what was your what's your dream project well i've been yeah i've done a little bit of traveling i've been i've been to the netherlands uh, oh, they obviously have the, the best bicycling infrastructure in the world um i don't know maybe copenhagen doesn't want to hear that and i also lived in new york city for a couple of years and while i was in new york it it became such a more bicycle-friendly city place from, from the day I got there to the day I left. It was it was pretty much night and day. So I would love to see as many Class 1 bikeways built in Orange County as possible. That would be great because not only for myself but for everyone else to enjoy, whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned bicycle commuter, and I would just love to see that. Amen. I, I think, Nathan, ever as the advent of the cellular phone has occurred, then it made me want class one bicycle facilities all the more. I think it's just actuarially bicyclists are more at risk because of that distraction that too many drivers just can't avoid. So um, that's, uh, that. yeah, I, I share you with, uh, and with that wish for sure. Um, and I, I, I guess it's kind of like Usain was talking about. There's a kind of a groove you can get into with uh, a, a walking experience and that groove is is possible you can really feel that bike ride on the the the, uh, the class one path well Nathan we you've been very generous with your time this morning with us I thank you for being on the show today thank you for having me anytime someone wants to talk to me about bicycling I'm in you're in and you are on you want to give us your contact information that so people can sign up for webinars and other things there at your office Absolutely. So anyone can go on to OCTA.net, go on our bikeways planning pages, or just writing in Orange County. You can get information about the webinars, upcoming events that we'll be taking part in, and also you can send me an email and I'll send you a map that shows all of the bikeways throughout Orange County. Or you can call me, 579-560-5936, or email me, N-W-H-E-A-D-O-N at OCTA.net. And that is Nathan Whedon, program direct there at OCTA, earning his keep and uh, delighting me with a, a priority that we both uh, share and I know many, many, many listeners do share in common. Thanks for being on the show today, Nathan Whedon. Thank you. I want to thank everybody for listening. Talk to you all next week. <laughs>